Brexit means Brexit. We're going to build the wall. It's going to be built. Uh, the secretary gave alternative facts. Welcome to episode 71 of the Gristle Digest, the podcast that you need to listen to three or even four times before you're expected to agree with it. Uh, <laughs> today is the 31st of March 2019, I'm Robert Senna, and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Paul Moss. How's it going, Paul? He's in our room, boy. Yeah, no, um, pretty bloody well, to be honest, all things considered. Glorious, glorious day in the sunshine. Long the time since the last one. So yeah. I'm all good, I'm all good. Yeah. Well, it's been a while. Um, it has been a while, hasn't it? You mentioned there that people need to listen to this three or four times before they agree with us, and that, that's about one year's worth of listening. One, one, <laughs> yeah, rate, you, can, you can spread that out. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but no, it's been it's been a while. But we've got we've sort of got a bit of a free freestyle sort of episode today with a bit of, yeah. with a bit of a history quiz as well because I know oh, that there's sweet. been a question that's been hanging for about three months. So people I have been people I, have I feel been haranguing us for, for answers to the history quiz. I get <laughs> obli- I get hounded in the street. So oh mate, yeah. Well, I feel obliged to close that uh, that, that, that particular loop. Uh, but yeah, phase two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but before that, I mean, yeah. So as as we alluded to before it started, I mean, it's been it's been a while, but in a way, we're we're no closer to knowing yeah, what well, sort of. I think Brexit the last are. time we did this, May had just had her deal defeated for the first time. I think was it the defaration after because it was going to be December. Yeah. Then it got pushed back to January, and I think yeah. that's where we were. So last time we were on the precipice of a no deal Brexit. And May was going to bring an, an excruciatingly bad deal back for for uh, a, for not the first time, and things yeah. haven't changed all that much. So everything's happened. Well, no, as, and nothing's happened. <laughs> well, precisely that. At the moment, as it stands at the moment, uh, we are May, May's deal's been <laughs> defeated three times, and mm-hmm. it's possibly going to come back for a fourth go next week. And <laughs> I suppose one thing has changed, which is that you know we haven't crashed out on the twenty ninth. It's it's now going to be the twelfth yep. of we're, April. We're, Exactly, we're still Europeans here on the 31st of March, and we're still proud EU members. So that's a bit different, but um, yeah, yeah, as you say... Uh, there's, there's all, all this stuff has happened, but, um, but nothing has has actually changed at all because we don't know what, <laughs> what we're gonna do. <laughs> How depressing is that? If I think of the hours and hours of news I've watched, I know <laughs> for the just... last three months, and literally and it... nothing, everything's happened and nothing's happened. We're still in the same painful position. I mean, it's difficult to. Uh, overstate the role of of Terry May <laughs> in all of this oh, <laughs> as yeah. chief architect of complete I mean, arsebaggery. Um, it, it's been a it's been a bit of a howler for Maisie. Uh, <laughs> it's been remarkable. Uh, it, it, <laughs> it really has. <laughs> it's sort of. I, I mean, I think we were fairly vocal in our in our calling out of Theresa May for, on this show yeah. right from the the very beginning. But I think even us, with all of our our sort of jaded Tory scepticism, yeah. uh, could never have imagined it would have been this much of a shit show. Yeah, it is like, like it, the, the, the dogged yeah. way that it's gone around ensuring its shit. Yeah, it's precisely remarkable. that. It's sort of. <laughs> It is. It is. Um, it's. It's fine. Yeah, you get. You get dealt a bad hand. You know. Sometimes you get dealt a bad hand, yeah. but you don't have to then sort of 
take the cards, set fire to them, and then stick them in your face. <laughs> like it's t- yeah. that's totally unnecessary. You don't need to do that. You just that's it. and then after doing that, take them back, wipe your bum with them, <laughs> and try the same thing again. Yeah, yeah over, <laughs> over, and over, just... and over again. Uh, Her deal's fucking indestructible, though. Nothing like a fucking in a horror movie. Like you know, vampires don't come back this often. You get like one comeback jump scare, and that's it. They're killed. But this fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, let it, let it go, Terry. I mean, you know, you mean it's it's clear why she's kind of bringing it back because it's kind of the the margin seems to be getting a bit bit narrower, doesn't it? Like initially, it was like. You know, well, yeah, it was like two hundred eight, yeah. and then like one hundred and sixty-one, and then just fifty-eight or something. Yeah, so she's clearly so, thinking she can scare a few more people. Maybe she'll get over that's the line. It. But I mean, we had those indicative votes uh, last week, oh, which mm. you know ind- indicated nothing other than that no one agrees <laughs> on anything really. Um, but I mean, if we look at the sort of I've, there, there was what eight eight of them, and I've got the kind of results eight in votes, front of yeah, me. Eight votes. Um, so obviously, the closest. <laughs> The closest, sort of, the narrowest margin of defeat was 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 a vote for the customs union, so a permanent customs mm. union. Uh, so that was there's two sixty four for it, but two seventy two against it. But but the highest number of fours or votes cast for anything was for a conf- confirmatory referendum. Yeah, um, the old ref two point oh. Ref two point oh. But apart from that, no deal. Was roundly beaten uh, by two forty. Yeah. Uh, Norway two point oh was, was Nor- hammered. Norway two point oh. I'm not sure which one that was. I think that's EFTA and uh, EEA. I think so. Yeah. Uh, mm. Malthouse Plan B, which sounds like an excellent type of coffee, but uh, <laughs> was also <laughs> quite shit and defeated. <laughs> and Common Market two point oh, which is just like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like what Channel Four would call something. Like it's really <laughs> sort of also sort of shit. Like. Things. The Great British Common Market. But then also, like one of the options was just—it's just called one of the options is just called Labour's Brexit Plan. Like, how do you? Yeah. How, how does anyone know what that is? <laughs> like, the the, un, the most undefinable thing. Yeah, possible. Exactly. Like the meaning Jeremy's of life. Thing. Like what? <laughs> like, it's just really impossible <laughs> to define. So yeah, that didn't that didn't win. But but interestingly, all the surprisingly, Labour, yeah. But all everyone in Labour voted for it, even though they don't really know yeah. what they're voting for, which is excellent. Um, <laughs> So yeah, so none of them got over the line, but and then after obviously Theresa May had a third vote. She lost by what fifty eight, as you say, and um, mm. you know who knows? Will she? Would, she's going to run it again this week, and Apparently and then so, yeah. I mean, what they're thinking now? You know, maybe maybe a sort of general election because we need that right now, don't we? With sort of ten days to go, oh, <laughs> let's just quickly God. have a quick election. Yeah, it takes two weeks to get the cards out. Um, so, it, it, I mean, we'll have troops on the street anyway. <laughs> so, it may as well just well, exactly that. Make exactly. Use they're there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it seems like yeah. What what's going to happen between now and the twelfth of April? I mean, surely they've got to get some kind of further extension. I mean, this is it's, kind of it's ridiculous. Sh- you'd sort of hope it's got to be the lengthy extension, because if not, if it is <laughs> crash out be, in what fucking nine days or something. It's Saul Campbell's so, lengthy extension. Ah, <laughs> oh, if if. if do you know what? If we pulled up to Brussels with Soul Candles <laughs> I said, excuse, excuse me, Mr. Junker. Yeah. Mr. Verhofstadt. <laughs> I mean, I uh, uh, yeah. think we're weak, but in- say that's a Soul Campbell's massive <laughs> Yeah, for Americans, if in case you're wondering what we're talking about. 
And speaking of Junker, <laughs> I hate to do a sort of slightly Brexiter thing, but I did actually watch some videos of Junker on the internet mm. of him being really drunk, and he is a fucking he is a lush, like just like he fall, is, isn't he? falling yeah. all and over he, the place. It's not difficult to find those videos of him drunk. No, like, no, there's quite a few. <laughs> there's, there's ones every day. There's just a twi- there's just an Instagram story that's permanently updating <laughs> with this man. But um, but no, I mean, yeah. So yeah, what are we gonna do? We've got we've got to give us they've got to give us a bit of a a, a long extension i mean but yeah if they don't they might just say look well you've just got to revoke article 50 and then invoke it again yeah. when you want to leave um yeah who knows uh i i sort of think the you might i you know part of me thinks that they might just say that like look this has gone on long enough no deal to revoke you know no deal shit or, revoke. Shit or get off the toilet yeah exactly get off the toilet and let someone else have a go alright <laughs> I mean Belgium's gagging for it and they won't, won't won't shut up about it so so yeah so we had indicative votes we kind of yeah don't really know <laughs> that hasn't really indicated much um, no maybe that people would like a customs union I suppose uh, but like uh, yeah we've got two nearly just under two weeks to go uh, and now it seems as though like the clouds are slowly starting to gather over those kind of real hard brexiteers that you know for whom the kind of truth of the situation is starting to just crystallize <laughs> i mean that, yeah they're sort um, of just there's no space left for the bullshit yeah like the 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 greatness was always around the corner and we keep on turning corners and there's just more bollocks it's just and a, more of yeah. like project fear just poking him in the dick and they're, they're really running out of space now it's and you know it's sort of come to that point with the Farages and that where it's just like oh this is traitors I hear loads that Ugh. it's because this is all a ploy by Remainer Theresa May this was her master plan I mean for fuck a, me let, I mean let's I suppose let's start with let's start with maybe like the ERG for whom this is probably oh, yes. the most kind of pertinent of things to say I mean they they, 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 they you know they've become they've, I think they've been quite exposed throughout all of oh, this I, having I think to particularly but, this week I think has, has really um, shown them for the fucking snakes they are after that whole look you know if the DUP vote against it we'll vote against it and Jacob Rees-Mogg really come in you know sort of showing his true colours when he just sort of fucked them like he literally well, he one just... day went from saying the union's the most important thing I can't vote against the DUP on this to voting against the DUP and also so... to voting for a deal which he only recently said would leave Britain as a yeah. slave state amongst yeah, other things a vassal state the worst vassalage nation. since King John um, it's incredible, isn't it? Which is quite bad, <laughs> apparently. But if you if you want that, oh. Jacob, it's re- you know just complete charlatan behaviour. Um, <laughs> also, your your good friend, Mister Mark Francois. Um, he's been Francois, Mister Francois. He gets so much airtime on the news. Why he does him airtime? Well, I'm he's he's the one lever I really like because he's so fucking hilarious. I can't he's, believe he's, so... he's not a far show character. I know he is. He's an yeah, actual no, he real human being. Yeah, I know. Mark Francois. Mark Francois. I was Lieutenant was... General Admiral <laughs> in the Territorial <laughs> Army. I mean, Under fifteen. <laughs> we we prepared ourselves for situations vis-a-vis like mm. a No Deal Brexit. I mean, if you shut down the borders at Calais, I can build you a bonfire. I can do that. I can build you basic shelter. Yeah. Uh, I've got the SAS survival exactly. book. And I've got a discount car for millets. And just because so I, I, think, I think we're going to be fine. Exactly. And I'm not <laughs> saying that you should uh, not take my words. Uh, because essentially I'm drawing my experience from uh, a group of people for whom, you know, it was generally regarded that sport was something that was not genetically allowable. So we all, they all decided to do 
the TA instead. Uh, it, 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 I mean, I'm not so. I don't want to slag the TA off, but it is a bit of a joke. <laughs> like, I don't want to slag the, the TA off, but I do want to slag anyone who is in the TA yeah. and then comes out and then f- and and, and, act, and acts like they were in now. like Desert Storm, you know, or like yeah. sort of. The thing is, Mark Francois he's always like invoking like World War Two imagery. Like, yeah. Well, do you know what? The Germans might want to come over and they might want to, you know, stamp on my throat, but I will fight back on fighting yeah, my exactly. children. My grandfather. Now he didn't really fight in the war; he was an abstainer. But uh, <laughs> you know. no, he is he is, uh, he is full of it, and obviously just the kind of well, the he's lo- full of something. The, the, yeah, exactly. Just butter, butter and gravy. <laughs> butter, yeah. Butter and anger. <laughs> <laughs> butter, gravy, and anger. Uh, but he's uh, yeah, always clearly the last person uh, that would yeah. ever be called upon to you know, fight Germans or anyone else for that matter, because he's a complete... There's, there's an amazing photo, and I will repost it on Twitter, but it's basically him and a line of soldiers, and all <laughs> of the soldiers are, are like six foot tall, and then in there the middle is. there's just this Mark. tiny little fat bloke. I'm going to beat like, the lot. angry tough guy face. Yeah. Well, so Hilarious. Mark Francois has been, you know, up to his tricks. I mean, I, I sort of... Yeah. Yeah, as you say, he's just such a cartoon. Uh, but I, I really, it really annoys me that they give him as much oxygen as oh, they do because he is such a. Pill. They give all of them non-stop um, airtime, though. It's 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 incredible how and the BBC. I must say, if you listen to these shows from a couple of years ago, I was quite a staunch BBC defender. Mm. I have to say, no, they're terrible. Fuck them. Yeah, they're fuck terrible. Fuck them now, up yeah. the dick. They're f- they're awful. Yeah. Like, they are really just, like, the most pro-Brexit government propaganda fucking site. They're basically Russia today, but yeah, for, I know. For, yeah. for fucking Theresa May. Yeah, fuck them up the arse. I mean, they, and, and, you know, case in point is, it, it's not, it's just if you watch the TV, or like BBC mm. News or whatever, is it, like, if you look on their website, the people whose quotes that they kind of flag up as most important or whatever, like, it's all, you know, it's always like Farage or someone else like that. And, you know, Farage's case in point, they give, they, they again, Far too much attention is given to him oh, by those enormous guys. Enormous amounts. But enormous. I, I suppose what one good thing was quite recently he got absolutely owned by Anna Subri, I think, on politics yeah, today or something. That was quite that good. was very nice. That was very. If you've not nice. seen that, look it up. Oh, I suppose that's one thing that's happened since our last show is the old the the TIG or independent change group. UK. Oh God, yeah, change, UK. change UK. Which is funny. As someone I heard this, I think on the Romaniacs podcast, but change UK is cuck. Yeah, which is <laughs> perfect. <laughs> which is about perfect, isn't it? Perfect. Anyways, um, and it's actually Icelandic for snowflake. So who <laughs> who would have thought it? But um, you yeah, know that's happened. Uh, mm. Tig, um, but but I mean, yeah, they've they've sort of what? What else has happened? Actually, we've probably missed some other things out. <laughs> that's, that's quite I'm a big sure. Thing. So, like, so much happens every day. Yeah, but almost nothing happens. It is bloody hard to keep keep track of, isn't it? Like the things that are important today just will be forgotten by tomorrow tea time, and there'll be a different fucking crisis on some different weird vote you've never heard of before. Yeah, Ra- you know, just Burkow will be shouting random Obviously, things, and they lift up that funny stick again. Yeah, and, and I suppose we've had like the the kind of protests. So we had like the. Um, Oh god, you know, yes, remain the, one the, or whatever, and then that the absolutely sort of million man, and, and, and the two billion, maybe even seventeen billion man march, which was the Leave March from it was Sunderland, huge, wasn't it? Yeah, it, there were more people at the march than there were in the country. I heard that there was That's... more. Pe- I heard that there was more people than there was in China in oh, the middle of the Chinese. Hmm. There were, festival. yeah, I think there were more the... people than there are um, grains of sand on all of the beaches, and more yeah. people than there are stars in the sky. In... I think that's how many people were there. It was exactly. fucking huge. That's what I. 
Yeah, and they had to limit. They had yeah. to try and limit the number. That's because yeah, everyone I, was trying I to I was there twice. Uh, that's so, how... That's how... It was yeah. like, enormous, wasn't it? And they definitely... What they definitely didn't do is just have, like, a ragtag bunch of about, you know, 50 complete oh, ideological yeah. cocks who were probably being There's, paid. No, they no, didn't no. do that. This, and then just in London organised like a slightly cunts. bigger rally. It wasn't. That's not what they did. It, you're gonna, you, you know, you look at the pictures and you, you see it with your own eyes <laughs> and you think, well, that just looks like a couple of hundred yeah. cunts tops. No. It wasn't. It was all the people, 17.4 million. Yeah. So. Led by Farage the whole way. Oh, the whole God. way. He didn't leave them once. He didn't. He didn't. And, he, you know, people were like, oh, we didn't march all of the way. I mean, if you have any idea of the size of Nigel Farage's penis, of course yeah. he's not going to march of course the not. whole way. The most well-endowed man in the country. Behave. Come on, he's too busy being a hero for us all. Exactly. Just living living his life like a man of the people, you know, who just yeah. gets flown around yep. in private jets paid for by yeah. mysterious corporate donors in the US. Like like how you or I would do if we were going to we, We've all been there, right? Travel. A mysterious, if a mysterious US donor came up to you and offered you a flight on a, on yeah. a private jet, would you say no? No. You'd say yes, because you're a man of the people just like Nigel Farage. Exactly. So... so so that hasn't changed. That hasn't changed either. That hasn't changed. Um, but <laughs> but yeah. So so you know, Brexit here sort of dicks. Nigel Farage is obviously up there as well. He's kind of been made to really squirm. Yeah, uh, Subri made him squirm uh, about about the, about his little march. Um, yeah. But also Which like, um, there's just so many own goals about it all as well. Like on on Twitter and what have you. So I remember seeing Daniel Hannan. Uh, people. So I don't know if you saw this. Like, but. Shortly after the referendum result in 2016, he wrote some kind of slightly weird fantasy I, piece. I have read this. <laughs> I read this this week, um, and this, this is about what should be happening, sort of right now. Well, no, it's like no, no it's like ten years time. Britain. It was kind of like meant to yeah, be like tw- 2016, its, its 20, 2026 yeah. or something. So yeah, like the ten year anniversary, like Independence Day. And it was all like yeah, it starts with like some like fireworks are traveling through the night sky, not yet dark, because it's still summer. And it's, just, and it's all like you're such a bell end, and yeah, like it's terrible, isn't it? It is, and it it's just the best bit of satire on on Brexit, I think, possible. <laughs> what I, and what I thought was funny about it was I don't know if you remember a few years back uh, there was like the Green Party manifesto for one of the elections yeah. was was basically contained something similar, which was equally hilarious, quite frankly. Which is sort of, you know like uh, a sort of day in the life of a utopian Green Party state in whatever twenty years time. But it was all like you wake up in the morning feeling happy and well rested. <laughs> Your like, wang in the shower is satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> because of the prosthetic vagina handed out by the state that fits into the shower, shower cubicle wall. Uh, you walk out in your mixed-race disabled nanny comes like that. Anyway, but like, uh, <laughs> just all of that. But this was like the same. It was totally the same kind of complete ideological garble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God bless them. It is absolute batshit crazy, but so many of them believed it yeah i, I mean I, I the funny thing is i've spent a bit of time looking back and, and just look trying to find brexit stories from 2016 to see if anyone really predicted this shit show because i'm a little bit sick of people saying no this is what we voted for it's fucking not no of course uh, and not. every everything is just basically norway that's all it is is look at norway look at norway look at norway mm. look at norway look at norway let's leave yeah and then the second we left that fucking didn't get mentioned once did it no it is um it it, it does annoy me actually how that paradigm has shifted in a way like how people mm. as you say are all like, no 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 no. yeah we know we know exactly what was going to happen okay my dad fl- my dad flew planes for british airways in the 80s okay he flew 
over Germany. Thank you very much. We know. We know. I know exactly what's going to happen. Okay. Um, so yeah, it, it's it, yeah. People have have sort of they're just lying about the fact that they got it wrong, which is yeah, really fucking it's, annoying. It's, it's bizarre to watch, isn't it? In in the face of utter utter just shambles that there are Leave voters who are still like, no, we just need to get on with it. Yeah, get we out need to do it. Yeah, this is that means that. Oh, all of and these it, it's baffling, but but one slightly positive thing and, and I used to hear and probably about a year ago you'd always hear these stories of I knew a guy who was a, a lever and now he's like really pro-Remain and mm. I'd always kind of think nah that's bollocks but I know quite a few people now who were levers and this I can genuinely say this and they're all like nah would would vote Remain next time my parents included no Alan fucking Lulia that's quite Took big long enough yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a good day that's a good day I did see actually but that's there's... pretty remarkable yeah there's been some... I, I hadn't heard it at all for years and I always thought every example was bullshit but now I can yeah, generally know three or four people who've said that. So. Well, I did see or the other day. I mean, it's probably a bit of a stitch up, but I did see the other day on a kind of leave, big leave, um, uh, pro leave uh, Facebook group or whatever. Uh, they ran a poll like, yeah, let's just shut this question up once and for all kind of thing. Which way would you vote if there's another referendum now? I'm just thinking everyone would vote leave. And, no, and it was 90% voting remain, which is <laughs> just, just wow. like, of course, like, like 5,000 votes. It's quite, it's quite a big pool, but... That's crazy. I saw a poll today in the Times, the Sunday Times, mm. all papers, and that was a Sunday Times poll, and that was like seventy-five percent remaining. Yeah, I know it's pretty. It's getting pretty stark. But, um, yeah, and uh, the petition as well. Obviously, that did you sign it? Did you I sign did sign petition? it. Um, yeah. I signed it as myself and as Colonel Gaddafi, just to make sure. So I think it's definitely going to work. <laughs> Nice. Um, I signed it as myself and as uh, as Rusty Trumpet. I signed so... it as Jacob Rees-Mogg. That's <laughs> <laughs> really shake things up. But um, beautiful. Yeah. No. But one person who hasn't who has changed her mind, but from Remain to Solid Leave is Theresa May. It would seem she just yeah is just absolutely hell bent on not considering the idea that that might be wrong, which is annoying. Incredible, isn't it? Incredible. Inc- I would say one last one last Theresa May thing we should probably discuss, which mm. I don't think we mentioned so far, was that in order to get her awful deal across the line, <laughs> yeah. she said that she would quit. She, so she said that, look, if you vote for my terrible deal, I'll leave. So all the headbangers in the ERG would vote for her. Yeah. And and she still managed to, to fuck it up. Someone I saw online summed it up as Theresa May um, fell on her own sword and missed. Yeah, <laughs> thought, yeah that's about eye. perfect. <laughs> it is. I mean, but also what a... I just think it's a remarkable offer to to make. Just like, you know this, I've spent ages making this really crap table for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you <laughs> buy it from me, I'll quit my job. <laughs> it's all like, well, that doesn't... It doesn't make it a good table, Theresa, you fucking yeah. bellend. Like, why are you... What kind of sacrificial lamb <laughs> have you made yourself at the altar of what, you absolute pill? Um, but, yeah, it, it's... Uh, but, yeah, as you say, it failed anyway. Just like, just like just like literally everything else she's done. I can't think of one thing she's done that's just been like, yeah, what a great idea that was. Well, I know. Uh, the, only, the only thing I think she was successful in was creating a hostile environment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For, for foreign people in this country. Yeah. That's how... She was good at that. She and also probably for... She was, she's been good at deploying the worst ever ministers that we've had in probably <laughs> yes. government history. Like, she's been, been good at consistently giving Chris Grayling... Yeah, exactly. How is Chris Grayling not in the stocks <laughs> in medieval Britain? He is an apps. Yeah, exactly. She is just a wonderful employer to people like him and Dominic Raab and Liz oh, Truss. God. Lovely Liz Truss. Um... So yeah, she's good at that. But um, 
well, I suppose we should leave it there um, on thoughts of Teresa. Okay, on this day in history, Paul, it's been a while. It's been a long, long time. Uh, last time was the 14th of January. <laughs> Hold your breath. Uh, and the theme was landmark moments in vegetable cultivation. Um, and the options were, I'd be very surprised, if, I, don't, I cannot remember, I didn't mark down which, which one you chose actually, but the options were, in 1924, in Iowa, a newspaper had announced the first ever lettuce grown indoors. Option number two was in 1948 in Holland. A merchant in Amsterdam sold sold the first ever tomatoes grown indoors. So sold the first, first ever tomatoes grown indoors. Or in 1999 in California, scientists grew the first ever cloves of garlic from proteins in a Petri dish. Wow. Um, well, I think, well, well. What did you go for? Did you go for garlic? I... Th- do you know what? I literally have no memory, but I think I'd, I right now I'm thinking garlic. So yeah, let's well, say let's say I went garlic. <laughs> I, I think you might have to, but unfortunately, Paul, I've probably stitched you up there because the answer is in fact not garlic. It's, Damn it! Um, it's actually lettuce uh, in 1924. The lettuce, indoor lettuce, yeah, indoor lettuce. Ah, the lettuce, Iowa. I smashed indoor, it. So indoor lettuce, beautiful. Yeah, well done to them. Nice. Um, well, I'm going to listen back to the last show, and if I didn't, yeah, check say, it. Latouse, I shall Latouse. be bringing an official notification to the point yeah. of order to the next to the next yeah. order, 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 order. Love that. I understand the gentleman's chantering from a sedentary <laughs> position. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so oh. this week, order, uh, the, order, order. This week the, is the thirty-first of March, Ooh. and the theme is the price of buying some islands. Oh, hello. Um, so hello. The options are in nine. In option number one, in nineteen seventeen, the United States of America uh, paid Denmark $25 million uh, for the islands that are now known as the US Virgin Islands Mm. so they yeah Um, option number two possible yeah is in 1922 uh, the United Kingdom that's the United Kingdom Ah. paid France 10 million pounds for the Cayman Islands or the Cayman Islands. Hmm. Or option number three. In 1928, the United States of America oh, yeah. paid China $2 million for Nangpong Bay. Oh, all of those are in- incredibly feasible. Incredibly, incredibly feasible. Um, yeah, would we pay $10 million for the Cayman Islands? Seeing as how that's now where where billions and billions of untaxed cuntish British money now sits, <laughs> the fact that we would have been bastards and only paid ten million for a fucking island in the first place does seem right up the shit street we live in. Um, it does seem like something weird though. It does it does <laughs> to be fair? That, that does have the, the distinct whiff of British cuntiness all over yeah, it. Yeah, of all the of all the shitty things, that does seem like something odd though. Yeah, <laughs> spike yeah, you know as a cunt. Um. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Raise, being, being raised as a bit of a cunt. <laughs> um, that's eminently possible. But I, part of me thinks, nineteen twenty-eight, two million for Nangdong. 
Um, Two million pound for Nan Pong Bay. Which, 1928. 1928. Or 1917, that, 25 million dollar Denmark, United States. Oof. They I'm pay gonna, each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna stick with us buying um the, uh, the Cayman Islands for 10 million, 10 million squidos in 1922. Because I think in 1917 uh, and 1928, I, I don't know, I don't, um, were America the full-on globalist bastards that they became then? I thought that was more post-Second World War they started buying all places and building places. I could be wrong. They might have always been arseholes. I'm sure they have been. Um, but I'm going to stick. Stick with my guns. Uh, I'm going to stick be, I'm gonna stick British. Um and go for yeah, ten million twenty-two Cayman Islands. Nineteen twenty-two. Well, poor ghost rupture number two answers next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we that actually brings this week's show to a close. Oh. Um, apologies for the extended delay. Um, that was owing to me, really. I was writing a book and <laughs> I didn't have time to do the podcast, but I finished it now. So. <laughs> She'll be back, uh, but um, yeah. So do tune in. We'll we'll sort of try and do do another one soon, I suppose. Definitely, um, yeah, yeah. I, I think there'll probably we'll... be quite a lot to talk about. I suspect we should be crashing out in a couple of weeks. So exactly that. Exactly that. We might have to join the uh, government in their nuclear bunker that they've got prepared. Uh, which God, um, there is you know an actual I mean? nuclear. This is little things yeah. have happened, didn't they? There is a nuclear bunker. Yeah. Ready Not to alarm you all, um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so you may you may hear us coming from a nuclear bunker if things get if things get real, as they say in uh, in Hackney in the, uh, in, the, in the streets. Yeah, so, the main streets where Marc Francois occupies. Yeah, exactly. Where Marc Francois roaming about patrolling. <laughs> it's like some pa- paramilitary. You give, me, you give me half a coconut and some tin foil, I'll build you a nuclear bunker, Marc Francois. Uh, <laughs> Francois. <laughs> Um, just turns up in a pair of two striped tracksuit bottoms and a fucking tea towel wrapped around his face. Acts like he's a fucking mujahideen, um, <laughs> but he's really not. And he and like as as he like leans in to sort of take his kind of shooting position, a fucking penguin bar falls out of his pocket. <laughs> prick. Oh, bless him. But um, well, thanks for thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, do Thank follow us on much. Twitter. We do. We're a bit more active on Twitter. Yeah, days, I reckon so. Get out of there, in that you know what I mean. So don't follow like us on that. Uh, get on our Facebook as well. Follow yeah. us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and our favourite podcast apps. And we'll catch you next time. Sada. This is the